Hi, glad you joined us today. I wanted to give you a little history. Um, and uh, by looking at me, you know I have a lot of history. <laughs> but we had uh, about 10 years ago, um, in our counseling here, how we extended our counseling was we began to gather good videos on certain subjects like depression and anger and fear, worry, all of that, gathering all those. And then our counselees, after counseling, say, with on a situation on worry, they go into what we had a viewing room and watch someone who just spoke on it and had that video. So they were getting twofold, getting my what I said in the scriptures and what they said in the scriptures. Well, after collecting all this stuff for years, Paul said we ought to do something with it. And I thought maybe, first of all, burn it. <laughs> He's sitting here laughing because <laughs> we would never burn. It's good stuff. But he said it's a shame that we have all these wonderful speakers and wonderful teaching and we can't share it. So he said, what do you think of starting a website? And I said, how much will it cost? Because we're, we are known as the shoestring counseling company and uh, with a few knots in the shoestring. And she, he said, it won't cost anything. And I said, well, there's no sweat. <laughs> Let's go for it. So we did. So we're having like our 10th anniversary. But anyway, it was a blessing is that just last month, as we moved into this month, uh, in the, these 10 years, we came now to 24 million watches. And that is unbelievable. And that's from all over the world. I can't even tell you. Almost every country, island that you can think of uh, has watched our materials and sent us thank yous and all, and it's all free. And that that's the blessing. You know, uh, God says, you know, buy the truth and sell it not. And Hudson Taylor said a wonderful thing. He said, God's work done God's ways will not lack God's support. So I could never charge hurting people to watch a video that may help them in the hurting. <laughs> you can give us $25. <laughs> give me a break. Uh, sorry. Um, I just, we want to just be on help, helping and cutting. Now you remember, oh yeah, one other thing. Yesterday was a very special day in Australia, especially. Uh, the national, uh, country of Australia celebrated Paul's birthday yesterday. Uh, he was born in Australia. So if uh, you've appreciated the videos and appreciated uh, Paul's working and updating and he spends every day on the videos, uh, you could send him a birthday wish. Uh, I know he's looking at me and if daggers, yeah, am I bleeding? <laughs> <You know? laughs> But uh, I just thought I'd pull it on him. Paul's a wonderful asset to our ministry. Now, one of the um, things that's interesting, remember that God laid in my heart that we should pray for hurting people. And so that was the last message we had was to pray for the hurting people. 
And when you pray for hurting people, you become more sensitive to them. You see them. You see people all over. Jesus was like that. I thought, it's amazing. Jesus be going somewhere in a hurry, and there'd be some hurting person. Lord, Lord. He'd stop, go over, and minister to him. It's wonderful. And, you know, we can be so busy that we miss hurting people. And so focusing on that has been a blessing. And uh, Paul's mom and dad were missionaries with uh, the navigators that led me to the Lord. They didn't have a part of it. They saw me and I was a hopeless case, so they moved on. (laughs) But uh, they were with navigators and then they came to America and just a lot of things. But Paul's dad has had an unusual burden for India and has made a lot of trips, false Paul's first trip to India, he was three months old and he loved the trip so much. He cried all the time he was there. (laughs) But uh, so Paul and his two brothers and sister were raised under this whole missionary blanket and reaching the world and hurting people and so on. And um, Paul's dad has stayed in uh, line and online with a lot of pastors in India and in Nepal. And so they're telling them where people were forced out of the cities and so on uh, and going back to the rural areas and they have no money, they have no food. And uh, so Paul's dad um, has a real sensitivity to the hurting and to those who they're, that are the down and outers. And he has been... Uh, contacting people that he knows, and they are channeling money through Paul to India to buy rice for people that have no money to buy rice and nothing to eat. And so there's something about uh, that this time, um, you know, I wish we weren't going through it, but we are. But what can we learn from it? Can we have more sensitivity to hurting people? One fellow that I meet with on Tuesdays and we pray together and and study scripture and stuff uh, took off from work to go to a food pantry where they pass out food to people. And he said the stories were unbelievable. There are people that were working and have no job and they're trying to get jobs. They can't get jobs and they don't know what they're going to do. They're, they're getting food, but they don't have money to pay rent. And all of all of that because this, of this pandemic. So continue to pray for the hurting. Just because we're moving on to something new today doesn't mean that they're not there and around us all the time and that we should have a burden for them. Jesus did and his followers, we should have concern for them also. Um, Another one I want to add um, that was not in the dream that I had where God spoke to me what we should pray about was the schools. Uh, Now, we um, basically the people that watch this video are from U.S., but we have people from India. I got a wonderful note from a guy. I wish I could have met him when I was in New Zealand but sent a wonderful note and it was so encouraging. And it is encouraging to get notes 
uh, from you that what we're doing has been a blessing or, you know, it really spoke to your heart because that's what we're all about. That's we want this ministry to bless you. Well, they, um, the school situation, I'm fortunate enough to have three family members or maybe not fortunate in the school system. I have a daughter in Connecticut. I have a daughter in Florida. I have a daughter and son uh, in Nebraska. The um, Paul has a sister-in-law who is a teacher in, um, no, I can't even think of it. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. And then uh, we are here in Sioux City and another fellow that I meet with for prayer and Bible study, his wife is a school teacher. So, so we're aware of the school system and it's a very, very difficult. If you're older and you don't have children, you don't know what a struggle it is for the schools, for the teachers, for the principals, uh, the government, you know, you're going to start next week and then no, you're not. And, you know, all that they're trying to do to be able to educate our children. Um, and it's very, very difficult. So I, I would add that you would pray not only for the hurting, don't stop praying for them, but pray for those that are in education. Uh, they're really struggling um, with uh, the rules and regulations that seem to change almost weekly. And it's very frustrating. So pray for the schools. But now I, I want to go to what we're to pray for uh, at this time that is um, really, really needful. And that is to pray for our country. That was so strong. Uh, God said hurting people. And then secondly, it was for our nation. The but when I say our nation, if you're in India, pray for India. If you're, you know, in New Zealand, pray for New Zealand. Australia, pray for Australia. Uh, your country needs prayer. And as I was thinking about praying for the country and what should we pray for, automatically came to my mind was Second Chronicles. Um, chapter 7, verse 14. Um, in fact, I don't know if it came to my mind or God put it there, but it, it came, uh, it was right there. And I, I knew that I knew the verse and I want to read it to you. And then I want to give you a little information about it because some people have some very strong thoughts about this. And this may help you I mean no, uh, not negative but can we pray this and it's if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways then will I hear from heaven I will forgive their sin and I will heal their land. Now, there's a lot of wonderful promises in that verse. 
but the thing is that's a covenant a covenant really that god entered and see god never made a covenant with any other country than israel so some people wonder should can we claim this for us since we're not israel but since christian believers today are called god's people and called by his name then they can claim this promise and that's wonderful so let's look at that um it says i am called by his name and then humble humble themselves is coming to that prayer for our nation that if god doesn't work it doesn't make any difference what party gets in or who's running the show if god has taken his hands off a country we're in big trouble uh and no person or group of people can really turn something around and so the humbling is god if you don't work in our nation and bring healing it isn't going to happen it just isn't going to happen and with riots and all the things that have happened that are just really frightening um we need god to come down and to be able to to take care of all of this so we humble ourselves and realize that the answer is not pay better salaries to those in leadership or whatever um that we without god it isn't going to work and so we humble ourselves because we say god if you don't work it isn't going to happen and then pray and pray for the leaders um uh, whoever the leaders are in your country, um, pray that God would speak to them, that they would be sensitive to God, that they themselves would humble themselves before God uh, for, for their nation, wherever you're living, uh, you know, and seek God's face in prayer. And the idea of seeking God's face is, is knowing that it's like, God turns his face towards you. Um, I know that um, growing up, if I was guilty of something and my mother wanted to meet with me, uh, I didn't seek her face. <laughs> and she would say, look at me, I'm talking to you. I was wishing she was talking to my only sister instead of me, uh, you know, and I would look at her and she would look me in the face. So we want to seek God's face. And as we turn and seek and want to come into the presence of God, the more that we understand who God is, his holiness and what worship is all about and using the psalms in our worship time with god and so on there's so many beautiful worship psalms then we can really humble ourselves before god we're standing in the presence it's it's amazing if you're going to uh 
I don't know if this is bad uh, meeting our president and his family, but if you're going to England, you get very well instructed how you greet the queen and what you don't ask her. How's your marriage? No, you don't ask the queen how the marriage is. Come pray for you, honey. How's your marriage? Doesn't work. Uh, you know, what's appropriate? How do you, do you touch her? Do you kneel? Do you, what do you, what do you do? And so uh, in many of countries, they have a particular rigmarole that you go through to meet those in authority and those who are uh, running the country. But the idea here is that we want to humble ourselves and to seek his face. And when we are seeking God's face, because when you stand in the presence of holiness, then all the unholy things in your life become very, very real. And there's no justifying them or rationalizing them. They just have to turn from them. I need to turn from my wicked ways. And God says, when we'll do that. So there's some things here. We can't claim this promise without looking at the promise. First of all, he said, we humble ourselves before God, that if God doesn't minister in our nation and God doesn't work, as far as I'm concerned as a believer, it hardly makes any difference who's going to be leading the country if God is not in it. <clears throat> you know, God has got to be in it, whoever is going to lead the country. So we humble ourselves, we pray, and we seek his face, and we want to look into the face of God. And when we see him, often when we come into God's presence, there are things that we need to confess and turn from that we've just accepted and don't think about. But God shows us those things which he wants us to turn from. And we deal with the sin issues and uh, maybe it's a spirit of, of, of grumbling and, and a spirit of not a joy and, and acceptance and peace and all the other stuff. Then he says, then, if I will do that, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and then I will heal their land. And so if you're listening to me, this is one time, there, there are times where you can rush in and out of heaven and that's fine. You know, you're driving the car and something, uh, you know, and so you shoot up a quick prayer. But this isn't that kind of a, this isn't that kind of a deal where you're just shooting up a quickie. It's where you're going to meet with God sincerely, asking the Spirit of God to search your heart, to reveal anything that would hinder God from answering your prayer, and that getting your heart right with God, and sometimes that means you have to get right with some people, because I haven't gotten right with them. I have resentment or bitterness in my heart towards someone. And if I hold that, then God won't hear me. And so don't pray this. I mean, if you're not willing to deal with sin in your life, then don't even pray this prayer. This is, it's not a magic prayer. You just pray the prayer. No, it's getting my um, myself on praying ground. 
that my life is on praying ground. And there I can pray for our country and pray for healing of the land, pray for uh, this, whatever they call it, number 19 um, would be removed. Uh, we've gone through, I don't know if there's a country that hasn't gone through some type of academic or pandemic, kind of, this kind of stuff before. And many people died. Um, and so we who are called by his name, Christian, that we can claim this promise and cry out to God. So I want to re remind you to be sure and to pray for those that are hurting. You don't stop that. We need to always be sensitive to those that are hurting. Then we need to realize that what's going to happen to our families uh, with education. There's some families that do homeschooling, but others do not. Um, what are families going to do if, if school doesn't start and they both work? What are they, what's going to happen to the kids? There's so many difficult and hard things happening. And just pray uh, for wisdom and for the people that are going to go through this. Uh, and then pray for the healing of our land, that God, you know, some, this, we're, we're, we're such a, a technical country with all kinds of fancy equipment that it seems like, why is it taking so long to find a vaccine or whatever uh, to uh, inoculate people against this disease and so on. So pray about this. So Father, we come to you, and first of all, we want to thank you for the people that are watching our website. Lord, we know that it's multiplied thousands every day, and they have hurts, and they have needs. We ask, Lord, direct them to the right speaker, direct them to the right area. Uh, if it's prayer, that they would get the right person that would speak on prayer and minister to their hearts, or if they're hurting or if they have issues of bitterness or anger, worry, you know, all of those things that come between my soul and Savior, Lord, lead them there. And they could sit under the feet of these great teachers. Some have gone on to glory. And so we're thankful for the website and for the millions that are watching. And we are asking, Father, for healing, not just healing of our country, but the healing, Lord, of the world and other countries where people are suffering because of this pandemic. And we just uphold these people before you, your people. You have people sprinkled all over the world. And Lord, we pray, manifest yourself to them as they cry out to you. And Lord, may we not be hardened, but may our hearts be soft and always turn towards you. May we be like the sunflower that always turns its face towards the sun. And Lord, that we would be looking into the face of your son and he would lead and guide us uh, through the next few weeks. So Father, we ask that as we meet at lunch and, and pray, Lord, that we would just pray for our nation, 
And uh, if we have family in other nations or know of people in other nations, we would pray also for those nations that there would be healing. In Jesus' name, amen. That was short.